Hey, what's up, Vince? What's up, Bizam? How are you doing, sir? The great Vince Wilburn Jr., drummer extraordinaire, nephew of Miles Davis. Good to see you back. Took a little bit of a break last week, and we are back. And if you see Vince Wilburn on your screen, and if you see Brian Zimmerman, executive editor of Jazz and Magazine, on your screen, it can only mean one thing. It's Miles Monday. It's Miles our favorite Monday. Day, our favorite day of the week, the day we celebrate all things Miles Davis, the man, the myth, the legend, his legacy. That's what we're doing today. And I'm excited for today's guest because uh, he's a great musician. He's a great musician, man. Yeah. He, he makes yeah. beautiful music. He makes uplifting music. He makes spiritual music. And that is something that is so needed right now. We're talking about the great Richard Howell, of course. And his Richard son Howell. is a monster on the drums, too, B. We're going to talk about that. A so monster. I've heard. So hey, I've B, before, heard. before we start, man, thank you for, for giving love to my pops on his birthday last Monday. Absolutely welcome, man. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. welcome. Thanks, May his memory be a blessing. And uh, yeah, good reason to take the week off and kind of reflect. But like I say, we are back with a bang with Richard Howell. This cat is from the Bay Area. Uh, at least he lives there now and has played with everybody. Pop, soul, jazz, Edit James, B.B. King, Chaka Khan. I was just watching today a video of him playing with Carlos Santana, turning it out to, I believe it was God Bless the Child, and just banging. I mean, funky, soulful, amazing stuff. And so we're going to be talking to him about, of course, his life in music, his new album that he has out right now, Moon Over Tiburon. Um, and of course, his most important credential for the day, that would be his love for Miles Davis. So Vince, without further ado, what do you say we welcome Richard Howell on the Miles Monday? Let's do it. Thank you. You are very welcome, man. Thanks for doing this. It's my pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. What have you been up to aside from releasing a new album? And this new album kind of came out recently, right? Came out last uh, last last Tuesday. Yeah, wow, brand yeah. new. Last brand, brand new. new. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's a kind of it's a cool album because you revisit one of your most popular songs ever on there. That would be uh, come together, right? We are all connected. We are all connected. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, which has been performed all over the place. I think even at the White House. Yeah, very popular it, song. It, it got there. Yeah, <laughs> it got there. very cool. On, so was that Obama? Mean, I'm Obama that's administration. <laughs> that's right. You should clarify. That. Right, 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 right. That's right. So, were you putting this album together over the course of these lockdowns, this era yes. of social distancing? Wow, what was that like? Yes, mask, yeah. all of that. Yeah, yeah. I, um, sanitary, sanitary, staying clean, staying wow. positive. Wow. Taking risk. Yeah, man. Gambling. Yeah. Yeah. Gambling. <laughs> paid off. Paid yeah. off because it's a beautiful album available now for streaming purchase. And like we always tell everybody, now's the time to purchase these albums. Let's support the artists that are making the music that are getting us through these tough times. So, yeah, man. Mentioned you were in the Bay Area, and Vince and I were talking a little bit about this before. That's not where you grew up, right? Well, you I were... grew up in Southern California, but okay. I, was born, I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Born in I was Cleveland. Born in Cleveland. It came out here when my, you know, the, the, the migration, and we, we yep. went uh, west. And um, grew up in Los Angeles area. Okay. Then later went uh, further east in a city called Pomona. Gotcha. Now coming up Pomona. in LA, Pomona. was that where you were getting into jazz? Was that with the whole Central Avenue? It's Central Avenue, right out there. That is kind of like yeah, in the, that yeah. area. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Watts yeah. in in that area. Yeah. 
What? Very cool. Very cool. And who were the kind of musicians that put you on the path toward jazz? I imagine uh, well, Miles. Abs absolutely, Miles Davis. Yeah. Absolutely, Miles <laughs> Davis. Without without a shadow of a doubt, Miles Davis, John Coltrane, yeah. uh, Cannonball Adley, uh, Charles Tolliver, um, Horace Silver. Um, you know, the list goes on and on and on. The Cats. You know, Lenny White. The Cats. You know, yeah, Freddie man. Hubbard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I was listening to them all. I was listening to them all. But in my hall, in my home with my parents, you know, it was like a, a prerequisite and a requirement to listen to Count Basie. So I had to, mm -hmm. you know, I had to deal with Count Basie every single day. It's like, like every day. It's like, and I say that, and in, 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 I say that affectionately. And, you know, you deal with Count Basie because in my household, you kind of had to listen to it. And it was, a wonderful experience, a wonderful epiphany. I was listening to a lot of Count Basie growing up, and I used to say, "Man, that old folks' music." Man, I'm tired of listening to it because my father. And then I went and saw Basie, and man, I cried. I, I never saw a band swing so hard in my life That's ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to this yeah. day, yeah, the band swung yeah. hard. And That's I was like, just how they do that. How do they yeah. do it? They define swing, man. Man, still, like you say, still. Yes, yeah. to this day, yeah. I've yeah. never heard yeah. anyone swing as hard as, as a count as a count Basie band. Yeah, Were your parents Scotty, musical? Scotty Barnhart, yeah. Scotty, Scotty Barnhart, Barnhart, who's still running yeah. the Basie band. Yes, yeah. Carmen Bradley. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Sorry, B. That's all right. I was just going to ask, you know, if Basie was always on the house. Were your parents musical? Were they musicians? Well, my father was um, a musician in his youth, and when he got married, he decided he wasn't going to be a, a musician full time. But what he did is that he kept instruments around he had his, he played baritone sax in, in like a couple of big bands when he was growing up and he toured and all of that and then he got married got very uh very involved in civil rights um okay. and then he decided that he was just going to uh you know not play but he had the baritone saxophone there he bought drum sets he brought pianos he brought basses everything was sitting in the house for us to play, and he always talked about the music. In fact, he's the cat that turned me on to Miles and, and Train and everybody, because he was always proud. He was absolutely proud of the accomplishments of, uh, accomplishments of, of the African Americans and, and that played that music. So that's that's kind of where his head was. Beautiful man, beautiful yeah. man. Vince, you had a question. Well, Rich, he he didn't force it on you though, right? He, he didn't force? force it on you. He didn't force the instruments on you guys. You know, not force for lack of better. Uh, you know, like. You got to do this. You got to, you know, I want you guys. To oh, no, 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 no. There's funny. There's a well, funny it, was, it was organic. Absolutely okay. organic. Right, there's, there's a funny story mm -hmm. about, you know, someone who said that I forced music on my on my eldest, my youngest son, Ilay. And I thought, you know, to do it at, the, at age three, this dude's, you know, uh, transcribing and singing uh, John Coltrane <laughs> melodies. I don't think you can force that on anybody. Right. No. At, at three years old. At three years old. So basically what my father did was just expose us to that music, you know? So, mm. you know, you're around the music all the time. What do you do? You know, you, you, you decide to become an architect or you play music. Right. You, you know, one yeah. of the things I love, Richard, when you, when you, yes. since you, since you brought up your son, Eli, who's a, 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 an incredible, fiery young cat on the drums. Um, and then we get back to you, but sure. how, did, how did it happen where, you started taking them around at a young age to clubs, right? Absolutely. Uh, can you can you elaborate on that for us, please? Well, when he was like, um, you know, the first day, 
I knew the f- the first day, you know, like popping out of the womb. I like, oh, this dude is this dude is something. You different. felt it. You felt. Oh, it. Okay. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I had, he had the vibe of, you know, man, everything's gonna be fine. Mm. Just chill, just chill, mm-hmm. pop. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it gives me gives me goose pimples right now when I think about that. But when he was like, you know, just say eight to nine months, one of my dear friends was a percussionist, Ron Streeter, and. Um, Instead of giving them rattles and stuff like that, we gave them those real LP drums, those little small, little small conga drums, <laughs> right, and just right. set it in front of him, man. And he'd hit it, and he'd play the tone, and we'd play with it, and that would, you know, that would keep him busy for you know an hour or so. And mm. then an interesting thing, like living in the, in the hood where I grew up, you know, the, the car alarms would go off. It 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 it. He would be. Mm-hmm. Grooving with the car, swinging it, yeah, just just wow. swinging, man. So, wow. yeah, he was just around it all the time, man. And then when when he became of age, like you know, two or three, I, you know, he I knew he was playing, and I would just took him all the gigs, you know. And then the studio, wait, 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 of age two or three, <laughs> I would take him to my gigs. No, I love it. I love yeah. it. I'm not. I'm you not know? making light of it. I love yeah. it because I yeah. know the story because you shared it, you know, before. Right. For our, right. for our audience, man, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah, just you yeah. just take them to the gigs and take them to the sessions. And I was in the studio um, last week at High, uh, a couple of weeks ago at Hyde Street, and the engineer brought his daughter, mm-hmm. and she was sitting on the couch, and he went over to her and said, "You know, I love this couch. I used to, I used to live in this couch on this couch." He been he said, "I've been to a whole lot of sessions, and some of them weren't that great." Yeah, <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You dig that? Dig that? Yeah, yeah. That's and that's. Oh, go ahead, B. Well, I was just going to say, you know, what struck me again, watching you and your son kind of come up in this music and the way that you did with your parents, especially as it was tied to, you mentioned your dad was involved in, in civil rights, which I think is so important, you know, for a young musician to see how this music is intertwined with that movement. You know? Absolutely. Um, was your father involved in local demonstrations? Was he, you know, to what extent uh, was he doing things in the uh, in L.A. in the Bay Area? Well, my father, my father was somewhat of a black nationalist. That's kind mm. of where, you know, he, he was, it was interesting around my house, every black nationalist or anybody who was involved in anything came to my house. Right. The, the Pan-Africans came to my house. Africans came to my house. The us came to our house. The Nation of Islam came to my house. They all came and they spoke to my father. Whatever my father wow. was doing, he had a lot to say. Wow. And that, that's kind of how my, 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 my house was. It, it buzzed. Yeah. with a lot of people and the, the ignorant thing about me and my brother when the africans came we would giggle at them mm, <laughs> mm, well we didn't know you know right. they, they mm-hmm. would come and say hey buddy is your father home i want to speak to your father and we start man where this guy come from right. and, it, mm. and it's and his feet is ashy right. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but but that's what that's what was in my household. There was a lot of stuff going on, and we were on the outside. You know, it's like, right. son, you guys need to stay outside because there's some people. You know, Ron Karinga came to the house. Right. I mean, it was M- Malcolm X came to the house. Mm. It, 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 wow. it was a heavy house. It was a heavy house. Incredible. But, but how old and, were you when you kind of realized what what, the, who, the, what was going you know, on? Yeah, 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 yeah. How old were you when you did that, Bishop? When you realized uh, the power, the power of your dad. I don't know. Probably say nine or ten. Nine or ten. So he didn't have time to play music. That right. that's kind of what that was about. But gotcha. he did. Gotcha. He did keep the instruments there, and he was definitely proud of what we were doing, and, and proud of the you know he was proud of Miles, you know. 
Right. He definitely, he definitely was proud of Miles the way he stood up for himself. Right. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. my, my, my grandfather was the same way, Richard. You yeah. know, Miles my, my dad. Yeah. One of the first African Americans to go to dental school at Northwestern University in, in yeah. Evanston, in Illinois. Drove a Jaguar when you couldn't drink out of a water fountain back yeah. in those days. You know what I mean? Right. And was a, and all his brothers were, were badasses, you know. Yeah. They, yeah. they didn't take no shit though. And and you know? and knowing that about my father and then knowing that about someone that he introduced me to that did the stuff that I was craving to do. You know, I wanted to play some music. I picked up the trumpet, didn't, did, that, didn't, that didn't work for me, but you know, I picked up almost everything else, you know. But having someone that, that was an, uh, uh, that I, very influential in the political arena that played music was, was absolutely right. wonderful for me, right. you know. Like this, and, this, this guy stands up for himself and yes. I loved it. Yes, I and I ask, it. we're just seeing echoes of that you know, now, especially, you know, how jazz is kind of becoming a mouthpiece for so many. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, like the younger, the, current, yeah. the younger cats like Christian Scott and these yes. guys, they speak up, man. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know? and, and Christian comes from a, a rich family of, of New Orleans and the yeah. big chiefs, you yeah. know, Donald Harrison. Right. You know, and right. Donald's father, you know. Right. We, we got right. this thing called Lenny's Law B. Yeah. And, and, that's how I met Richard. I okay. met us. I think I met Ely before. Yeah, you but did. but but B, it's a like what about 30, 30 of of you know some of the people on Lenny's law office: Charles Tolliver, Ron Carter, Gary Bartz, Richard. Buster, I mean, it's Buster like Williams, Buster, and yeah. and and you know, I'm. It's like incredible, and I'm just there listening a lot of times, but right. but. Richard and I, got, you know, in the, in the loft, you tune in, you know, you vibe, you know. I, I used to think Richard was from Chicago mm. because cause coming up in Chicago, Richard was like a brother that I that I knew that would that would eat at the at the health food restaurants and play with the AACM, you know. Right. OK. And 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 and, and it was deep. We just vibed each other. Right. And, yeah. And, and the way he talks about his son, you know, I mean. We need more of that, and and it's so so, it's such a proud, uh, 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 you know, proud uh, uh, relationship, and the proud the way he shares it, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, my dad didn't play uh, sax, or my dad didn't play music, but he was proud. He used to take me to my gigs. You know, I couldn't drive yeah. and sit at the club and sit at the bar, and you know, yeah. And 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 I think any of us, it doesn't matter what race you are, but if when you have parents who encourage you, you know, and support you, because a lot of my friends, their parents didn't support them, you know, it didn't yeah. encourage them to play right, music, yeah. and, and they, but they they turned out okay. But damn, you know what I mean? Yeah, it would mess mess with their heads. Well, one of the things you know? that I said, I, I I would take them to to gigs, but I also take them to other people's performances, and I would mm -hmm. take them to you know, I he saw uh, there's a great picture of him at. Age three with 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 uh, with Elvin Jones, you know, it, it, it's a it's a great photo because he's wow. he's like in it, but you know he's him and Elvin, he's like sitting there doing this with this expression. It's it's beautiful, man. Mm. And I would do stuff like that. I would make him take a nap, and then hey man, <laughs> we're hitting it. We hitting. You going out with me? Yeah. And we're going to the shows. Then you can and I was doing distance. that so much to when Charles Lloyd and Billy Higgins were playing. He he had to stop and he said, "Hey, look, there's a brother here that's taking his kids to the to the music." He said, "There's a cat out here that has his son out here listening to this music. Mm. Y'all need to do that. Yeah. You need to come out and do this." 
And two weeks later, Yoshi's had a matinee program. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Because of because of you. Yeah. 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 Beautiful thing. Yeah. Intergenerational yeah. jazz. Yeah. My Love. hey, 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 Rich, Brian. My dad took out a loan to get my first drum kit. A six hundred dollar loan from house household finance company in Chicago. Wow. Wow. And and when he went to get the check, he took me. And 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 he got the check and and and, and, and you know, he was so happy. And he showed it to me, and I said, "Hey, Dad, that's a good friend to have, huh?" And he started cracking up because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what a finance company was. And, right. You know, right. He started busting up laughing, man. But and then we went to this drum shop, and I got a kit, you know. But um, hey, man, I commend you. You know, beautiful. I commend, beautiful. And you could hear it in Elay's playing, and Elay's on the record, right? Oh yeah, Anyone? on all your recordings. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. him tearing it up, mashing it up. I mean, AB, um, not just some okay for a kid drumming. You know, this he's got some other shit. Oh, no, I say, heard. That. You can, can I say you shit? Can, hey, absolutely, man. <laughs> some other <laughs> stuff. Really, Richard. Really, and and that and you know, hey, man, thank you. I'm blessed. He's blessed. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I have four. I have four other children that you know, but he's 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 absolutely absolutely blessed, man. He's yeah. um, he spent some time in Senegal when he was eleven. <laughs> Played in the village with some drummers. Yeah, you know he's been able to travel. He's been to Africa probably three times. I don't think I know any kid that was in in, in the states yeah. usually that that's been to Africa and been yeah. around been around the music. So yeah, you know he's there's there's some special things that 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 um that he has and and I kept him, I kept him a kid. Mm. That was check the, cool the part about check, it. Check the parallels, man. Check the parallels. Africans came to see your dad. Yes. You know what I yeah. mean? Yes. And then your son goes to Africa. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. So. And because, you know, Richard, I mean, you were kind of on the forefront of as world music and jazz, you know, were first kind of, you know, shaking hands, so to speak. You were kind of yeah. on the forefront of that scene. Did that come from, again, just your family or being on the West Coast? And, you know, especially L.A., where you were exposed to just so much more music. Well, I think it came from my always from my father. Yeah. I think that's yeah. always the root of everything. My father would have he'd have uh, recordings of African tribal music, um, like National Geographic type stuff, or you know, yeah. back in the day when they take the Nagra, the real, real little t machines, and go in and this is an African this yeah. is an African ceremony, and yeah, then you field know, field recordings, they, yeah. yeah, some field reporting, and he had mm -hmm. copies of that kind of stuff. And we'd listen to it. Wow. And, you know, at first we'd crack up. We would laugh at it. Right. And then we'd listen to it and go, man, this is some, this is some really cool stuff. And we find something in it that we, that, that we thought was really cool. And then, you know, we put it on again. I mean, there's stuff that I can remember to this day, you know, that I've actually played and put into some of the music. It's part of, my, it's part of who I am. I put yeah. it in my own music, you know. Um, there's, there's like, kumba se, kumba. And then you had this other alternate. And that's from a tribal record. Yeah. Wow. You, you can't hear it anywhere. Yeah. From a field of that's that is very Milesian. You know, if you yes, ask me, absolutely. You had the too, to just listen, you know, Vince was telling me about Miles going to Madison Square Garden and listening to the squeak of the basketball court, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah. that that becomes a rhythm. That becomes yeah. a rhythm, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 
I know obviously John Coltrane had a big effect on you too, mm -hmm. you know, because you did the Love Supreme tribute project. Right. Um, tell me about, you know, what it was like hearing saxophone before Coltrane and then hearing Coltrane, you know, what that moment was like. Was there a saxophone before Coltrane? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> yeah, it was. Of course it was. Um, I don't know how, 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 let's see, before Coltrane. Well, I love listening to Hank Crawford. I love okay. listening to, to uh, um, Gigi, Gigi Rice. Yeah. Uh, um, Art Pepper. Um, mm. What was it? Of course, you know, we listened to, to um, uh, Charlie Parker. Bird, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, and then there was Marshall Royal from all the big band stuff. But my father turned me on to Train. I mean, he was listening. He just listened to Train. He it was Equinauts. He heard mm -hmm. Equinauts and he dug it. Yeah. And the rest of the album, it wasn't for him because he, huh. he didn't hear the harmonies. You know, he didn't hear the big band harmonies. And I, I'm, I'm cool with that. And right, he says, okay. And he hands me the, he says, hey, man, I think you would like this album. And I'm like, I just fell in love with it. Yeah. And from there, I went on to, you know, discover that, oh, kind of blue. Ah, oh, there's Miles, on, you know, there's train, on, there's train on there. And then, oh, there's Miles. And my father would play, you know, Miles Smiles. He had Round Midnight. He had all those, you know, Sketches to Spain. He had all those albums. So, you know, that, that, was, that was all there. I'm, I'm flipping around, but, you know, that was all there for me. But then, um, like I said, he laid he laid train on me, right? And mm. that was like, whoa, that's 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 deep. Turned you upside down, yeah. Turned my world upside yeah, down, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. Did you ever get a chance to meet Miles? <laughs> I got some stories for you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've always wanted to play with Miles. Okay, I've mm. always wanted to play with Miles. I saw Miles at Shelley's Manhole. With the band with uh, Gary Bartz, Keith Jarrett, uh, Ayerto, Jack, uh, Jack Dijonette, mm -hmm. um, uh, um, Henderson, Michael Henderson, Michael okay. Henderson. Mm -hmm. um, did I miss anybody? I saw that band and I said, I want to play in this band. That was, you know, I'm what, 19, 20, 19, maybe 18 even. Okay, fast forward. Fast forward. I'm on tour. I'm in Nice, uh, south of Nice, and, and, and I'm playing with Etta James. And we, we were on the same tour. So I played, you know, I seen Miles on, uh, at, at all the George Wien festivals everywhere. We were, right. we're all what, playing. What, what year, Richard? It's in the 90s. Okay. okay. I played, okay. Re recur they were recurring. I was with uh, Etta for six, almost six years. Because it might have been the 80s, no? Because he passed away in 91, mm -hmm. and I, right. I think we did late, gigs. Late 80s, yeah. Okay. Yeah, late, yeah, 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 yeah. Early, yeah, late, late. Okay, late okay, okay, right. okay. Uh, early I mean, late, 90s, late, eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Late 80s. Well, he, yeah. he passed away in 91, so it had to be like late 80s. 80s. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, late 80s. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm at Nice, at the Nice Festival, having myself a blast, and I met this gorgeous lady, and I'm, I'm hanging out to 4 o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning. Miles had played the, the night previous. I'm coming in, four o'clock, you know, to the hotel, and I'm with this lady, um, you know, who had shown me around, and Miles is sneaking out to 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 get out ahead of the crowds. Okay. So he's coming out, and uh, I go, "Wow, there's Miles Davis." 
I'm going to meet Miles Davis. So I walk up to Miles and I say, Miles. And I had my little camera. I said, Miles, Miles, can I take a picture with you? He said, no, nah, man, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> and the girl I was with, she said, Miles, could you take a picture? Could you take a picture? She said, come here, baby. Uh... <laughs> Shot you down, but took one with her. Uh, right. I loved it. And I all thought right. to myself, it's all right. I well, that ho that hotel, yeah. Nice, that's where everybody stayed, right? The hotel in Nice. Right, 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 on, the, and right on the water. Right on the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he, yeah, was, yeah. And he was he was sneaking out early in the morning, like <laughs> okay. four o'clock in the morning. Okay. Well, hey, if yeah. you get snubbed by anybody, might as well be my Oh, day. exactly. That's exactly yeah. how I yeah. felt. Yeah. Then, and I let me. Can I share another one? Absolutely. I had a wonderful opportunity to spend all the evening with Dizzy Gillespie and mm -hmm. and, and 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 chow and chat and chat with him. And um, uh, I saw him a couple of times, and when he, when I'd see him, he would he would you know greet me and be really really friendly with me. And um, I was in Den Haag backstage, okay. And I'm standing there, and I saw um, I saw Dizzy, and Dizzy, so I thought saw me, and he starts walking towards me. This is walking toward me with a great big smile on his face, man. And I'm like about ready to, to, to pull my hand out and grab that brother and shake him. And standing right behind me was Miles Davis. And they walked right <laughs> past, he walked right past me, embraced, and Miles looked at me like, who is this nigga here? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. man, two wow. for two on the snows <laughs> of Miles. <laughs> it was it was hilarious, man. I was like. You know, it's like slow motion, about to grab, yeah, yeah, yeah. grab Diz and Miles, and he just walks right past, and Miles was standing <laughs> right next to me. Oh, wow. Right, right wow. behind me. And you know, Dizzy had a big old smile on his face. Big smile, smile, man. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The, and the embrace, and it's like, who's this casting our way? Right. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Mm. But yeah. you have played with cats who have played with Miles. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Lots of cats. Lots yeah. of cats. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lots of cats. So, you know, you've gotten the stories, you know, you've seen firsthand because I think how he runs a band and how he treats a bandstand recording studio definitely trickles down to the people he's played with. You know, that's been a theme yeah. on this show. It's just, you know, people have played with Miles. They learn, you know, kind of through osmosis, um, just just how he ran a bandstand and, or a recording studio and how to keep a band together. Something which definitely applies to you, you know, with sudden changes. So, yeah. Um, well, I had that osmosis because he was standing next to me. So that made me <laughs> feel, man, that really made me feel good. Just, I share, I share yeah. one more thing. That Please, absolutely yeah. made me so much proud. It made me so proud. Yeah, I'm leaving. Well, there's a couple, two stories, but I'll, I'll share another story. I'm leaving. Uh, I'm leaving. We're leaving Nice. Okay. And we're we're on we're at the airport, and Bonnie Raitt pass, passes me by and says, "Okay, Richard, how are you?" Okay, that was that that was that's that's my story. I want to share with her, and I'm like, Bonnie, how are you? I don't even know. I never met Bonnie Raitt, but she that's but that was interesting that she did that. She, Richard, yeah. how are you? Okay, huh. so she she's gone. I just wanted to throw that one in. So we're 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 heading toward our flight. Miles shows up. The airport stops. Okay. Everybody stops. Miles, little kids. Miles Davis. Miles. Mm -hmm. It stops. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Man, that was a proud moment for me. Believe me, that was a proud moment. I said, man, look at this brother coming here. And everybody yeah. stops and points. And he just kept walking through the airport. They were turning around, dropping bags, yeah. flipping up beside themselves. 
there was Miles Davis walking through the airport. As a power of Miles Davis, you know, in the 80s, 90s, a, a jazz musician, you know, it's like yeah. so rare yeah. that anyone would achieve just that everybody in the room stops, jaws drop, people notice. Man, Incredible. I stood I stood 10 foot tall. I swear yeah. I did. I, I was yeah. so proud of that. It's like, look at that, man. You know, that would not happen in the United States. But no, that's a whole nother no, story. No. But <laughs> that happened right there in, in, in the south of France. You know, Richard, playing with Uncle Miles was like, it's like, you know, it's the equivalent to the biggest rock and roll band in the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we always headline all the concerts in Europe and in and, 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 and the States. And everybody would stick around, you know, like the, the, the festivals, you know, everybody wanted to hear Miles at the end. Right. You know, so they would right. all stick around and then, but he wouldn't let anybody backstage, just close friends like Dizzy or Max or something like right. people like that. But you know, when he would, when we would finish the concert and he was on his way to the, to his car, right? To the limo, you could see everybody just part, like you said, you know, yeah, and just, you know, let's, you know, some cats were bowing, you know, out of, out of respect and love, not, not, you know what I mean? But it, I witnessed that. It was so incredible, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did you yeah, sample a, a cat? Did, did you sample a cat? I'm, I'm hearing a cat. I mean, it's not me. I can probably right. that. Richard, yeah. when did you start Sudden Changes? When did uh, that come together? 15, 2015, I think. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. One, one, one of the configurations. I mean, I've gotcha. had a couple of, couple of yeah. configurations of, of, of that group. Yeah. I actually started it, I think, in... No, yeah, I was going to say in, in Europe, but I did actually I started here in San Francisco, in San Francisco at the time. Yeah. And who, was in the, who, is, who are the original musicians in that group? Ooh, I had a group of... Uh, well, it, it switched. I had a, I had an all African band at one point, and I called yeah. it Sudden Changes. So um, some cats from Senegal, some cats from uh, uh, Benin, um, one cat from South Africa. Yeah. Um, which which was, it, that that was the, one of the configurations of of, uh, of Sudden Changes. Wow. Um, the more the modern one of two fifteen. It was Ile at age fifteen, I believe. Wow. Um, Charles McNeil, uh, um, Danny Armstrong, uh, Frederick Harris, and uh, Mark uh, Mark Williams was, was was the basis at the time. Very mm. cool. Shout out Ely. to him. yeah. Ely studied with Lenny, right? Lenny White, your, your son. When he got to NYU, yeah. Okay. But yeah. Lenny just Lenny Absolutely. just gave us a shout out. He said, "I think Miles was bigger than I think he was bigger than that. He was on par with Picasso." That's, yeah. That's Absolutely. Lenny, Lenny just, yeah. Absolutely. We agree, Lenny. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some beautiful music. You know, you mentioned that your first the first uh, iteration of Sudden Changes was all African musicians. And, you know, at the moment, there's some beautiful jazz coming out of Africa right now. With yeah. pianist Nduduzu Makatini. Yes. Um, yes. You know, there's just a lot of and I've actually been able to go. I went to South Africa for the joy of jazz festival there. Mm -hmm. um, and the music is cherished, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we 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 um, um had a private screening of the uh, birth of the cool in Cape Town, right? Mm -hmm. But it wasn't in a cinema. It was this guy had a makeshift theater, mm. you know, and in a uh, in a park, right? Right. And and you know it was it was glitching because he was running it off a laptop. But you know we it was cool. We were chilling. I was watching it with these brothers, right? 
screening and then we had a, a, a Q&A. And after the documentary in South Africa, in Cape Town, mm-hmm. the brothers were crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, crying like babies, like, yeah, yeah. you know, they were so moved by the documentary. Yeah. That's, I saw Hugh Masekela there, you know, oh, and I had the privilege and honor to see him kind of in the final years of his life, you know, play in South Africa and talk about crime. And that was like one of the most moving experiences, you know, a huge crowd, everybody just on their feet, not a butt in the seat. It was, you know, really emotional, really emotional. Well, that is the thing about the, the African audiences. I, 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 I love a quote from, um, from, uh, uh, Hugh Masekela. But I, I was in um, uh, Burkina Faso and Mali and a few West African mm. countries mm-hmm. performing mm-hmm. and playing jazz, playing jazz, and people were on their feet. Yes. They were on their feet. But you don't know, necessarily was see here, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And when, um, um, when Hugh Masekela played, I played this thing called the Port Fest here, and, and, with, uh, and, and, and Hugh Masekela was one of the artists there. Uh, and when he was performing, he played his music and it was rocking, man. And we were sitting here kind of grooving and people did not get up. And he stopped and he says, well, where I come from, we don't waste the music. Mm, mm. And I love that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we don't waste the music. You you must get up. Yeah. Mm, mm. You know, love but I, I shouldn't have to tell you, but you must get up. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know. And they and, got up. And they got up. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I've seen videos of me taking some out solo in in Africa, and people are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah. No, that's cool. It was absolutely hey, Rich, very. How do? Yes, sir. I have a question. How did when you when you start a project? How do you go about it? I mean, do you envision it before you start it, and do you you get your personnel, or how how does how what's the we process? Take the new one as an example. We could take Tiburon moving over Tiburon. Yeah, tell us your your process. Son. You know, without without giving out your your, your secret sauce. Well, it, it well the secret sauce is that it varies mm. from project from project to project. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a radio in my head. I have melodies that are nonstop. It's a bless and it's a curse at the same time. Because sometimes I you know I just can't turn it off. You know I'm sitting here thinking and you know I can come up with a melody as we speak. Um, um, so sometimes I just sit down at the piano and I start you know singing so, or playing and singing some some parts. Um, that's one of the processes. Um, uh, I do, I play bass, so I'm a bassist as well. So I sit down, sometimes I just like playing bass grooves that have, um, vocal type melodies to them, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, I, am I'm, I'm coming from a pop, um, sensibility as well. I'm always looking for a hook, Mm -hmm. a a strong hook to, 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 to anchor, anchor a song. I mean, Sometimes you, if you really pay close attention, there's hooks within the groove, mm-hmm. you know, that which which I'm trying to, which I try to come to, you know, what I try, try to place. Um, as far as personnel, I just have my favorite cats that I want to be around. You know, that's kind of how that works. Um, Frederick Harris is is a phenomenal pianist that I just love being being in in the room with, and and, and a beautiful human being. So that's one of the cats that I like like to play music with, and then. I've I've kind of raised my favorite drummer at the moment. Mm. There's a, you know, so there's, there's a bunch of drummers that I love, and I've been yeah. able to play with a whole bunch of great, great, great cats. But you know, the drummer that I raised, I love I love playing with him because I love his energy. So I kind of I built a couple a couple of bands around his energy. 
Right. Mm, that's good. Mm, mm. You know, like like Miles did with Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's it's the same kind of kind of concept, you know. So I you just, you compose around Elay, in a sense. No, no, I don't compose around him, but I put back I put groups around him. And yeah. okay, basically, yeah, and you know, young energy. Uh, uh, I do, I do kind of leave the take an example of 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 uh, Duke Ellington, where he says he kind of writes for each p particular musician. You know, I hear certain cats and how they play, and I want I, and I and I try to put music in develop music so that they can take it and 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 go with it yeah um you know and it's always a, a, a wonderful and beautiful surprise how the cats that i that i gather you know come up with the interpretations of my music yeah. mm, mm, mm. richard you spent as you mentioned you know some formative years in the bay area was that when you first crossed paths with another famous lover of miles davis carlos santana how did i cross paths with carlos interesting um, I kept bumping into Carlos on on a couple of occasions. Like I just, you know, I actually went up and saw him at a rehearsal and asked him to play with him, and he told me no. So that was like the first this encounter. in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah. my first encounter. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw him a third time, and he said almost the same thing. But then yeah. um, <laughs> I um, had an opportunity to to to, to play with him in uh, Europe a couple of times when he had Dennis Chamber playing drums. Um, and then Narda Michael Walden had a Christmas festival and had, had some some performances, and he would hire Carlos, and I got an opportunity to be a part of that that scene. Gotcha. gotcha. So, yeah. yeah, very cool. Another guy on the forefront, kind of expanding, you know, in his case, pop and rock, incorporating sounds, Latin American sounds, you know, in his case. Um, and we've had him on this show, just a devotee of Miles yeah. Davis and John Coltrane. Carlos is fearless, man. He's another yeah. fearless yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he sat in with us at Giant Stadium in an Amnesty yeah. concert. You know? That's yeah. right. There's Killer. footage of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, was, it, it was a privilege and an honor to, to be a part of. Because he, he used to live in San Rafael, right, Rich? He lived in San Rafael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, Richard, what is going on? As we mentioned, the new album is out, Moon Over Timuron. You can stream it. You can buy it now. What are you working on at the moment? I know it's tough. It's especially uh, I love Supreme. <laughs> yeah. Just... I, I love Supreme. I just, okay. finished, I just finished working on I love Supreme. Okay. Beautiful. The, the entire album. Wow. Okay. So, and when is that going to drop? Um, I'm, I'm going to use a phrase from Eddie Harris. Eddie Harris says, says, um, I need y'all to buy my other record before I tell you about my other one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Moon over Timberon. Is that? But are we looking at like a shot-for-shot uh, uh, shot remake type thing? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, all right. Yeah. Hey, we got it's, that. It's done. Cool. It's in the it's okay. in, in the can. Yeah. It's Exciting, done. man. Looking forward to that. In the meantime, yeah. we got Moon over Tiburon, uh with again that beautiful tune. We are all connected. Uh, is, that, is that you singing? That's me singing. Yeah. Do we have a copy of the cover, Jeff? Uh, we can probably get it. Yeah, yeah. Let it let people know it's killing. It's killing. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, and, oh, oh, let, let me share something at the moment. If you guys, if you guys got got time, get please time. go right ahead. Yep. I am um doing. I'm taking a risk gambling. I'm, I'm what I'm doing is uh I'm offering my music on my website, richardhowandsuddenchanges.com, and it's been a, a, a wonderful experience so far. People are, are going to my website and purchasing the music. I chose not to put it on Spotify. I chose not to do the iTunes. I chose not to do any of that. 
And we'll see how long I'm going to do that. But at the moment, people are actually coming to my website, logging on and listening. Yeah. And then they're purchasing. Yeah. Because that's what you do. That's great. You can listen to a little bit of it. You get a little bit of a taste. Yep. Right. And once they purchase, then there's – it's I'm creating a, a – um, you want to call it a fan base, but there's there's a personal touch to it. Right. So I get to talk to people. And, and I think during this time, this is what we need. We need some type of personal touch. Yeah. And 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 I've always kind of been on the cutting edge of all kinds of things. I mean, it's just kind of how I am. I actually started um, streaming music way before iTunes. That's a whole other story on, on another time. And uh, we got a, I got a cease and desist order from from Apple before they launched um, iTunes. Wow. Uh, yeah. You were just yeah. streaming on your site, or through? I was using I was using Apple. I was using QuickTime. Oh, we were okay. using QuickTime. Remember oh. QuickTime? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So we, we you know. One of the guys, one of my, my business partner, figured out a way to, to to stream it, and we started streaming music and stream. And we were offering radio stations to all musicians on their mm -hmm. own. And it, um, I mean, and so I always like to try to do some cutting edge things that are that are that are different. So what I'm what I'm doing is offering my music on my website, and much to my surprise, it's working. There are people who are yeah. buying my. I'm selling records every day, and people are you know, and and I get the chance to. You know, to to write to them and talk to them and and and, and get their feedback. That's amazing, man. And Interact. I think that might be the right bet. You know, I think yeah. that could be the future of this music. You know, especially in this era where people are craving that. You know, art connections to artists. You know, and we're able to do that through creative approaches like this. You know, you yeah. kind of and, buy the record and become part of this. You know, become part of my, family. My, my extended family. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and, and I have a lot to say and, you know, um, coming from where I, where I grew up and, and, and I find that other people have wonderful and beautiful stories that they want to share, you know, and I'm always mm -hmm. looking for some, some of the beauty in, 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 in this world. So that's kind of what I'm, I'm doing. I'm just trying to lift people up, man. That's it. what I'm doing. Well, there's yeah. a new album, Moon Over Timber on there again, available for purchase on your site. That would be Richard Howell and SuddenChanges.com, right? Absolutely, yes. And we Thank can put you, a link to that too um, yeah. on the webpage when we post this video. But hey, this has been a pleasure, Richard. It's been mine yeah, as Richard. well. Yeah, Richard. You know, Thank you've got yeah, uh, the music is amazing. Um, you know, and and I look forward to whatever you got coming down the pike, man. Thank you. Thank we you always ask me. one last question at the end, you know, which is after we. I, I didn't do it. Well, <laughs> it all right, and that's me. it. It wasn't me. <laughs> I'm listening. Which is, uh, you know, after we hang up here, which Miles Davis album are you going to spin tonight? Which one will I spin tonight? Probably Bitches Brew. Okay, mm. right on. Yes. Spanish King. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Well, Richard, like I say, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much. The new album, Moon Over Tiburon, is available on Richard's site, Richard Powell and Sudden Changes, Richard Howell and Sudden Changes.com. And again, we'll have a link to that uh, site and to the album uh, on our site, jazzes.com, when we post this video. Brian, Richard. Vince, I'm grateful to you both. Hey, Richard, you're not from Chicago. For, you sure? You sure? <laughs> well, I, I, spent I spent time in Chicago. I spent time in Chicago. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm so glad we didn't call you Richie today, because you it would have been a whole nother uh, whole nother interview. <laughs> hey, that blackness would have come out really. 
<laughs> your dad, your dad would have showed up there. Right? My father would have showed up. Yeah, little, maybe so. Maybe so. Hey man, although, we love you, man. Although, although I am going by Richie Riff sometimes. Richie Riff. Richie like, Riff. Like, right on, like, right like on, the cartoon right. character. Okay, right on, man. Yeah. Well, Richie Riff, appreciate yeah. it, man. Hey, Richie, we, yes. Real quick, we wanted to do the the the, the um, this this show entirely with you, but uh, composer Richie Gibbs wanted to come on, give his love. Okay. And uh, Lenny White, of course, our, our brother. Okay. Since his love, man. So, you know. Thank you. Thank you. But but when you held that gun in my head and said, you not let, you don't, don't let anybody on, then I. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought about it. <laughs> here's, here's my take, man. No, I'm joking. Go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm just going to say that. You know, every, everybody has their day, you know, and, and, and every once in a while, the, the, I think about the the hard knocks and the struggles that I that I've had trying to keep this music alive, and mm. I thought, you know what, I give a lot, and I'm, and I'm gonna be quite honest, I give a lot to a lot of people, you know, for a lot of reasons, for a lot of things, and people are gracious and kind enough to give to me. So mm. I thought, you know what, why don't I just say I want to do this by myself this time and not share this with everybody else, and 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 they will people who love me and care for me will understand that. Yeah, yeah, and you know I do. You know yes. I love you. You yes. know I love you, man. Yes. Love to your family too. Man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. you Thank know? you, Brian. Thank you, Vince. Thank, Thank you, brother. Thank you very Spoke. much, Richard. All right. Have a great day. Enjoy. Peace, Peace, Richard. Peace. Love. All right. The great Richard Howell. Man, that was beautiful. That was fun, man. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. The new yeah. album is amazing. The new album is mm -hmm. great. I mm -hmm. encourage everybody to go buy it. And I love what he's doing really with this site. And I've noticed some other musicians starting to do this. Wherein when you buy the music, you know, you're subscribed for the newsletter, you have access to new parts of the site. It's like you're really joining this fan base or this fan club and you're so connected to an artist through the music. So this could very well be the future of my music, just like Richard is saying. And um, he wanted music. he wanted to send it to me free, you know, and I said, no, man, I'm going to support the cause and support the love and and um, and purchase it. And I did, you know, on his site, very you know. Cool. Very Shout cool. out to Richard Gibbs, man. Richard's on there on the chat. Yeah, Richard, huh? BZ, I'm gonna get you on, Richard. There you go. We'll make you it know, happen. Lenny, Machine Gun White. <laughs> That's his nickname. We hey, BZ, yes. Can we say a uh, happy birthday to my my cousin who came on, John J.R. Harrison from Chicago? Absolutely. Happy birthday to you. He had the restaurant, Army Lou's, where I used to get the gumbo, right? <laughs> And uh, this is a long story, but somebody in that kitchen said, this shit ain't free because they used to give me this. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Hey, so, no such yeah. thing as a free lunch, Vince. Yeah, no, no. And I would take this big, big uh, uh, plastic uh, uh, jar of gumbo on the plane to New York, you know. <laughs> but we, I call him Nene. We love you, Nene. Yeah, man. Much JR. Well, these Miles Mondays are free. They're available on Facebook and on YouTube. And if you're not a subscriber, please follow us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, hit the notification bell so that you know when we're going live. We do these every Monday. Just talk Miles Davis and uh, always great stories when it comes to Miles Davis. Yeah, so, uh, And another great episode with Richard Howell. So Vince, it's been a pleasure, man. I hope you have a great week, and I can't wait to do this again with you next week. In the meantime, check out milesdavis.com. Check out jazzes.com for a digital subscription. Our December issue is up right now. It's all about jazz in cinema, jazz in the movies. A really cool issue. Be sure to check that out. Check out the Miles Davis store. Get you some of that merch, baby. Yes, sir. Right? <laughs> Woo! Love it. 
Hey, hey, BZM, can we get yes. Richie? Can we get Richie Gibbs on? He's a badass. We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. Okay. Badass Richard, I'm gonna well. call you after this. <laughs> All right, Vince. What about Jeff? Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff, behind the scenes, producer behind Jeff. Behind the Much scenes, man. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next week for another episode of Miles Monday. BZM. Love you, brother. Love you, Vince. Love Stay you too, safe. Man. The, the, the numbers are up here. We're on lockdown in California. Those mass watch those hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, brother. All right, Vince. Peace. So long.